0: hey hi hey hello damn it i'm so bad at starting shows hey it's it's jeff has cool friends that's the show that you signed up for showed up in your feed right that's exciting i'm jeff i'm jeff may from the show that's very exciting for for all of us you
1: you uh, Can I say something well you can if you want
0: you're the guest and usually i introduce but you can introduce yourself i'm
1: co-host official co-host david bell hi David, you're not the co-host, the I'm co-host, myself.
0: a labor, a, a labor affectation to it. There's no labor involved for you, buddy. This is all about you. You're my guest. You are the cool friend.
1: I do feel pampered. Thank you. Thank you for having me. On. <laughs> if you were, if you were
0: the the co-host, I would be like, and here's David Bell. And here's the friend that I think is actually cool. And that's not the case. Right. It's You, David, you are many things. You are a writer, a lover. A lover. That's first. Yeah. I should, I'm a lover and a writer. <laughs> That's the, the new version of Lover and Fighter, I think. You're a lover first. You're a writer. You're a good dude. That's exciting. Oh, thank you. You're a podcaster. You're a, let's see, you're a, and by writer, of course, script writer, both for cinema and popular YouTube shows and former websites and the like.
1: Yeah, it's stretching to say for cinema. I mean, hopefully, well, someday. For,
0: yeah, I mean, you're you're writing cinematic scripts, whether or not yes. they get. Yeah, but you've you've done a lot of stuff. You did this show the previous iteration, which was over two years ago.
1: Yes, it's been my, thing, a minute. Things are different. Things
0: have changed.
1: You're older, wiser.
0: I'm a little older, a little wiser. I'm mm. starting to get hair in really weird places.
1: Oh yeah, that'll happen. Um, I have a nose hair trimmer right here, right here. At oh, my that's desk. good stuff right there. Yeah.
0: My beard trimmer has the attachment that I use so nice when I do when I when I trim the beard up I, I'll put that in I'll be like time to clean up the holes mm-hmm. you All gotta get the holes my paper hole is the hardest part but man the hair is out of control yeah oh family show nope no ma'am <laughs> David, you are one of my, one of my more request, um guests. I did a, a recent sort of survey of like, are there people that you saw on the previous version of the show that you want to come back? And you were among top vote getters for that. So I'm really,
1: yes. That fascinates me. It shouldn't. All right. Be- well, for- more just like people hear a lot of me already. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not exactly like mysterious. If you need to hear me I'm I'm around.
0: Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is 100% true. You do I think you and I might have a competition for the most podcasts.
1: Maybe, yeah, cuz I try not to think about it, but we both yeah. have a lot. You, too many. You
0: a lot. I, some would say too many for for the for the paycheck I would say absolutely too many, but I do certainly love it and I do certainly love continuing to exist, which is very important when it comes to money.
1: Yeah. You There's no so there's no podcast that i wouldn't want to do it's just the rate you know like yeah. part of it's us where it's like yeah i want to do that i want to do that i'd like to do that yes that's also good you know, like i can't say no but i sometimes dream of like what if i only had like one a week
0: some I people do so. like one
1: every few weeks so it's like that's amazing
0: sometimes i think about just like these people that they'll do like one miniseries that just explodes and yeah they're like and then i signed a contract for another miniseries for forty five thousand dollars, and i sit there and i'm just like oh i'm i'm doing this wrong yeah i'm doing it so wrong you so we, we look at you know obviously you are in a way aside from my friend you are kind of in a way one of my bosses i guess yeah. like if, you, if we really wanted to like drizzle it down and bring it down to like technical definitions right you you do pay me every every month you actually harass me to make sure i get paid because i yes
1: you do forget
0: as tom and jeff watch batman is on gamefully unemployed
1: of which you are a co-owner and creator that is true it's funny how that system works because i have many friend bosses as well and it's just like i don't know like you know since cracked we're all just doing our own thing and trying to like work with each other and stuff like that so it's just like this uh, weird little ecosystem we've created of like friend bosses yeah it's um,
0: it's like a yankee swap yeah exactly just like passing the money around <laughs> for the content
1: yeah but yeah gamefully unemployed we god it's how long has that been Early five years 18 right no so what 18 19 20 so like yeah, yeah five years well, Jesus Christ, tom
0: and i we celebrated our fifth anniversary in June, and you guys were figuring your stuff out for a few months before I finally was like, hey, here's what I'll do.
1: Yeah, it's like five years and change at this yeah. point, for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and I think you're creeping up on six, actually.
1: Yeah, probably. It's, it's going to
0: happen. That is how time works, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You're slowly, li- day by day, getting towards six years. And you're like, yeah, that's literally how the passage of time works.
1: I would love to know how many podcasts we've actually done. All right. I have for, on SoundCloud, the tracks are listed are 997. And then on Patreon, it's over 500. So we've done about 1500 podcasts. About episodes. That. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's a lot. Some would say that's a lot. 300 a month. I mean, 300 a year. Yeah. Probably. Something like that. That's, that's something. Tom and Jeff watch Batman, I, I guess. Was that like the second podcast on the show behind Headcast, right?
1: probably i think we just watched came first tom and jeff are really like it's what it what kind of got us to blow up it's it's one of those things where like like i like you're kind of our boss for that reason where i'm like yeah i'll do anything to keep them around i mean it's (laughs) it's one of of our most like beloved series it's huge and you know i i'm so thankful for that especially since i don't have to do anything (laughs) i don't have to do a thing for that show it's great Yeah, it was really funny that
0: the genesis of that was literally just me and Tom talking about Batman and just being like, we should probably like we would tweet at each other about it. And we were just like, should we just do a show? And then obviously when cracks ceremoniously got rid of everybody, let them all win Emmys and and get huge podcasts. (laughs) Yeah. um, That, you know, we'd sat there and it was like, as everything was figured out, I was just like, let's just do the show on Gamefully. Like, let's just do it. And boy, have I been smoking the whole carton of Batman ever since.
1: (laughs) That's the worst part with this stuff is like that. I, yeah, I have a question for you. you, Can you recreationally watch Batman at all? If it's
0: new. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But there's like, there's an anxiety to that too. Like watching the Batman, the movie, the Batman, when it came out, I went and saw it in the theater and I was stoked. And after I left, I, it like hit me the amount of work I was about to have.
1: Right. Yeah, when you watch a movie recreationally and you're like, wait, should I be taking notes? And like you forget whether or not you're supposed to be. Yeah. I guess it's different with Batman because I've been doing the Star Trek podcast with Mike. Yeah. And like Star Trek, the
0: next futurama.
1: Yeah. And I've been watching Deep Space Nine specifically because I'm just systematically watching Star Trek right now, you know? Yeah. Same with same with X-Files is like I can watch like season one and two and three right now recreationally, but I need like a weird amount of distance between (laughs) what i'm like doing for work and what i'm doing for fun
0: you know it's recreationally watching things now i've had to i've kind of not been able to watch any sort of serialized television that i need to pay attention to because i've been so front-loaded with work yeah which i think people seem to forget is that like i don't know
1: do people ask you what podcasts you're listening to (laughs) yes actually and the The answer is like some my friends. If I yeah, can catch, if I it. have
0: the time, right? Like- right.
1: That's the thing. Is our jobs? It's it's. I guess ironic. Our jobs, like a lot of people, listen to podcasts doing their jobs. Yes. Our jobs are the opposite of that, where mm-hmm. it's like I don't. When do I? When can I listen to a podcast? You yeah, know, I like when I'm writing. When I like, have
0: downtime.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's. I'll do it. I'll I'll get up in the morning. I'll make breakfast and I'll put on a podcast. And I'll eat breakfast to the podcast. And it usually takes me like three days to get through that podcast because I'm doing it in very small chunks, you know? Yeah. So it's the same with reading where I'm like so behind on just my my friends stuff yeah. that I'm like, I would never like reading a book recreationally. Forget about it at this point. Like I have a backlog. I still try to make watch movies and TV yeah. for fun if I can. But I yeah, most,
0: mostly when it comes to that stuff like my time to watch television here's what I said I get these downtime pockets of about 20 to 25 minutes at a time during the day I'll get right. maybe three of those pockets in between work and for then it's like I've found YouTube to be like hugely accessible yes and found really great stuff like Wrestle Me is something Uh, that I've really enjoyed even though I'm not like a huge wrestling fan it's just these really funny guys are like now in the 90s where they're like here's what happened 30 years ago in video games or something like that that's fun to me because I can chew it up and spit it out in 15 minutes enjoy myself and then like time to get back to the grind but these things were like people will send me like hey man check out this podcast miniseries I think you guys would really like it I'd be like I'm not gonna do that
1: I just don't don't have have time for it
0: yeah Like it is hard. I don't think people get out how difficult that is, but you know, I
1: always think about like, I used to be a dishwasher. I dishwash like overnight at a diner and I'm like, man, I wish podcasts existed back then. Right. Like I had time where I could have sat, but now like the work I do, it's just, I'll listen to music, you know, but it can't, even the music can't have a singer. Like you can't have lyrics. I listen to like soundtracks and stuff. Yeah. Because anything else, it's like it starts warming into my brain while I'm trying to write or, you know, or like, you know, can't listen to music while doing a podcast or while watching something. So, yeah. Well, we, there, there's
0: like there were studies that like studying with music, if it has lyrics, ruins the studying. But if it's lyricless, it actually helps.
1: That makes sense.
0: Stimulate that. Yeah, because it's not a distraction.
1: Yeah. Um, Speaking of distraction, I want to apologize. The. A big podcast thing. The people who have been hired to garden outside are here because they know I'm making a podcast right now. I can't hear it. So okay, good. good. Yeah, yeah but I, I feel like it's like a podcast trope now, which is like especially in LA where it's like person with leaf blower that my landlord hired. I presume to stand outside my window, wait yeah. until I'm podcasting, and turn on the leaf blower.
0: There's there's like there my old place the the landlord hired them to come out at 7 a.m on Ugh. saturdays oh and i was like i i couldn't it's like I, oh I, you I come me. outside to be like are you serious right now and they're like this is when we were hired to do this right and yeah it's like, not
1: their fault yeah. yeah
0: and i was like all right well can you not have a gas-powered one those are kind of illegal yeah they don't care yes no the, no why? With gas-powered leaf blower is the speeding of of leaf blowers of crimes where they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're not gonna, we're not, nobody cares no. that you're doing that." So yeah, so Gamefully unemployed now, coming up on six years. You guys, you and Tom Ryman, obviously, I don't need to explain him if anybody listens <laughs> to the show. You mm-hmm. guys get it. So you you formed Gamefully, and what was the plan? Because the plan has changed in a big way, like from how it started, like the from the genesis to the revelation.
1: Yeah, the well, plan was to be get extremely lucky. I mean the title Gamefully Unemployed came from our plan was mostly to stream board games mm-hmm. because at the time we were on a big board game. You know, I I remember it cracked we were starting to push into before they fired us, me and Tom were actually being put in charge of streaming on Twitch because that was the future. And funny enough it's it's now the past. Like Twitch is losing viewership but at the time it was the future and and we sort of cleared the way to be the people like in charge getting ready to do that and then they were like literally the day like there was a meeting called and stuff like as me and tom were like getting ready to do this stuff and then they Mm -hmm. fired us so we were just like all right well let's do that like we wanted to do that anyway and we'll do like podcasts on the side and do these you know this these streaming channels and then you know tom started you know moved away and so we couldn't really board game as much and we found that there was just it was just getting harder and harder because like the setup for a board game stream is like you have to do like a studio level thing and we are slowly getting there but the overhead was so damn expensive
0: well there was also like a massive diaspora from the people that were coming too because like a lot of people moved
1: like, yeah. Everybody starts spreading out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it was you you'd see like and you look now at like you look at those early those early streams and you'd be like, well, you know, Robert Evans, he's gone and Tom has moved. And, you know, I
1: think right. The, we were Stahl, taking advantage. Yeah, we were taking advantage of how everybody was currently unemployed. <laughs> and still and, at, and that in, was,
0: in that same neighborhood.
1: Yeah, that was the bit. That was the name. A bunch of unemployed people doing games together. Yeah. And we were all sort of helping each other out at the same time with their own stuff. But, you know, we I think it, movies and, like, podcasts were always in the cards, too. Like, we knew that was going to be a direction we'd be going in, for sure. And, like, the combination of both. But, like, slowly over time, we just Sort of you know it's funny, me and Tom still talk about being able to stream again, and we're we're setting up plans for that, but it's it is really hard now, like we're we're focusing on video games because that's obviously the easier thing to do, everybody does it, yeah, but I like at this point, it feels like that has come and gone as well, like most it's... game streamers like Pewdiepie, Pewdiepie' is only getting like a million or two views well for, for to be a fair. Few reasons
0: yeah. There are some reasons that PewDiePie lost viewers. That
1: yes, but then there's like go? streamers like Dream as well. Like the, it, it is, it is a thing because well, the pandemic. Yeah, their I fans think, are
0: aging. They're not interested yeah. much anymore.
1: Yeah, and then of course the pandemic changed everything. You know, like we wanted. We had those role playing podcasts, which were so fun. But that was another one where it was like, okay, you have to set up a table, get everybody there, yeah, sit down, mix all the audio. It would be hours of audio, and it would be so much you know, overhead. I really liked that
0: RPG system that you guys did where you basically, what, Tango and Cassia?
1: Oh, yeah, Tom DM'd that one. Yeah, that was a lot of fun.
0: One of the things that was really great is that there was, you guys did the perfect guest star move, which was you had one guest star character that the next guest star would have to inherit. Yes. Guest on the show, excuse me, would get, like, it's love boat. But the next guest would inherit, and you'd be like, Here's what happened back then. And then there's like, you know, there's Tom having to deal with a lot of unhinged, professional, funny people. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's
1: always it's just people daring Tom to deal with them. Right. Like, that's the whole process.
0: Yeah. A lot of fun. I definitely enjoyed uh, doing that. I, I loved going and doing those things. I loved. I think playing the thing was probably my favorite yes game to play as a group just because if there's one thing i'm really good at it's be, being deceptive
1: yeah it's, yeah i think it's i fun. won
0: every time i played that game and i'm just like this is not good <laughs> like you learn we were, something about yourself when you're when you start winning the thing which is just like
1: i think i'm a piece of shit. right it's so fun though i think i think we figured that out slightly before the world did with among us right like that was that's the joy of that game and mm-hmm. like you learn things about people i played among us with my family and you learn like oh apparently you know like my mother is very devious <laughs> it turns yeah. out like you you learn that these people like oh okay so you're 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 a monster okay got it That that's like and the thing was perfect for that it was such yeah. a good game yeah
0: that that really did and i guess that sort of does sort of play out to like the fact that i won money on a game show where it was about trivia and lying yeah and i was like ah. <sighs> God, I wish I wasn't so good at this. <laughs> right. It's well, almost it's just, like it's, bullsh- it's I don't know. It's a personal revelation to yourself. Yes. That that you are not the pure soul that you think you you might be.
1: But you're harnessing your power for good.
0: I'm harnessing good my power for entertainment. Str- <laughs> I guess if we want to call it that. Yeah. So you are we're actually neighbors, which is weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weird. I think if
1: I go outside, I could scream and you'd hear me.
0: Most likely, although yeah. would ignore that scream. Because, oh yeah, because of our area, which is funny too. Because I also like I have, I always have stuff for you, which is always, I'm sure,
1: annoying. Where I'm just like, oh, I found another thing that is for you. Eh, and... I like it when people are neighborly. I'm, I'm very unneighborly though. Like I, me and Hannah wake up and we don't leave our pajamas most days. We just live like f-ing demons, <laughs> like. Crazy yeah and so like whenever someone's like can we come over it's like a panic it's like it's like we're drug dealers and the cops are at the door we're like oh oh Oh, okay 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 hide this we gotta we gotta be cool be cool be cool yeah
0: our common areas my roommate and i like the common area is always ready and if it's Mm -hmm. not like i got a text this morning just being like hey my friend is coming over can you Can you move those baseball cards out of the living room, please? And I'm like, that's fair. That is fair. Yeah. I did. I did open some cards. I've opened cards. I open a lot of packs of cards. And so sometimes the flotsam and the jetsam from those cards end up finding their way in the living room.
1: That's a great situation, by the way. You you do, Do you do that on the TikToks? I feel like the TikToks would love it. I should. I just do it on YouTube live
0: at this point in time. Right. Maybe I could upload them to TikTok. You know... Who I guarantee you is listening is Dre Alvarez, aka Nerd Numbers, who is also the steward of my YouTube. Right, wow. um, and he would be like, I can absolutely figure out how to put this on TikTok.
1: Yeah, it's good TikToks. It's it's a it's a good bit because it's something you like to do. You get the cards.
0: Yeah, like well, well, I mean, I mail the cards out.
1: Okay, but you still get the pleasure of doing it. I don't. Know, I think there's yeah. like TikToks of someone like scratching scratch tickets, and I'm like, what a good way to waste your money because like i just buy scratch tickets yeah. and then no one gets to see me scratch them and then i lose money what if i put it on tiktok then you like you're like oh i lost in the scratch ticket but i got like views and junk
0: i wonder if you could write off the losses maybe if you are do if you're getting paid for your tiktoks
1: if you're smart yeah
0: like that's like i save my receipts every time i buy stuff for the trading cards I like shipped out my, my, the packages this morning and it was, here's how direct it cost just to pack, to, to mail out the packages. I think there was like 14 of them, it right. was like a hundred dollars exactly. And that exact amount of money, and that's just in shipping, that amount of money got my card flagged, like, because it was such a round and it was all just like, that's how it added up all of the packages together. Pl- there's like two that go to Canada <laughs> It added up to perfectly a hundred dollars. And so when I tried paying it, my Bank of America was like, nope, absolutely oh, I love not. It. that is a scam. You're getting scammed. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just a coincidence, I guess.
1: Yeah. I, I always feel like I'm guilty when I do my taxes for this reason. And it's like, I, I don't lie. I don't lie. It's like, yeah, these movies are a tax write-off. It yeah. feels so dumb. Yeah. Like I'm waiting for them to like, look at it and be like, No. No, you, the Meg 2 can't be a write off. Like, you can't write off is. the
0: Meg 2.
1: Yeah, you can.
0: The studio didn't write off Meg. <laughs> yeah, Meg exactly.
1: Two. <laughs> it's like the one benefit of what we do.
0: Yeah. So now one of the things I like you're talking about that cards like did you ever do that as a kid did you ever were you ever like a card break if you're a scratch ticket guy i'm assuming you were a trading card kid a little
1: i had i i not really i had a daryl strawberry card that my neighbor grifted from me and i still think about it to this day where i'm like i bet that thing was worth something but i was i forget I, i i i i didn't i didn't do much sports stuff i did i did like Cards like baseball cards because that's what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? That's what Adam,
0: Todd Brown, and I do. We do the sports together, yeah.
1: And so like at the time it was like that's what the kids were doing. I'll do it. Um but I I didn't collect I didn't collect that much for a while. I this was real dumb. I guess you could call it collecting. Every day after school, I'd get a Coke, and I'd lose every time on the on the cap thing. Bottles, yeah. Yeah, so I just kept them until I had, like, thousands of losing bottle cap sodas at one point. That's sounds- Like, yeah, I collected things like a serial killer collects things, like nothing that was worth anything.
0: You had a necklace of those caps. That you yeah.
1: That but I didn't, yeah, unhinged. I wouldn't.
0: You remember that, yeah? You they would have just like caps, and now it became like scan the code, go to the website. I'm like, I'm not doing right. It. That sounds I like too much work. That. Yeah,
1: it's like cereal box stuff. Like I assume cereals now you can like scan a code and maybe get a prize or something.
0: Yeah, but or also like yeah, the prize
1: is something digital. Yeah, like kids don't want things like like i i'm you know the holidays are coming up i was talking to my niece and, niece and nephew about what they want and i have this desire to like give them a wrapped physical item yep. and they're like i want this album and i'm like okay right. i'm like cd no i guess not i guess it oh, wouldn't be cd not. yeah like they I'll don't do want that. anything physical which i guess is good for waste the like you know sure yeah armor. but
0: awful for christmas good for yeah good for the environment awful for christmas i guess yeah exactly Yeah, that always bums me out whenever somebody's like just money. And it's like,
1: it's good and it's not like it's easy. You know,
0: here you go, pig. And just pour it on them out of a bucket.
1: Exactly. Here's your money. My my nephew's like a teenager. And it's like, yeah, he's not going to like a thing. I get him like, why? You know, why would he? (laughs) He's at the age where everything sucks. He'd love that. Oh, you're right. I might get him a knife. Get him a knife. Get him think, like
0: a really, like a, like a suspendable knife, like a knife. He's going to get kicked out. Oh
1: yeah. Switchblade. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Get him, like a, get him a pair of brass. It's nuts.
1: funny. You said that that's literally what I got my dad a couple Christmases ago because he loves like that. He got, I got him an illegal knife. Oh really? He, he like asked a, for, yeah, he wanted it specifically. It was like the kind that went like, yeah, like right out. A, a pop out. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you even find it? It was, a. it was a, it was hard. I, you get it from a different state, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to
1: like go through the, Texas mails it
0: out to you or something like that.
1: Yeah. It's a process. I feel
0: like Arizona is a switchblade state.
1: Yeah. Also in Massachusetts, there's always New Hampshire, right? There's the the Texas of new England. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm wearing a New Hampshire hat right now, actually. Nice. 603 on there. That's, this was a gift from a friend of mine who I'm pretty sure forgot it was my birthday. So he found something (laughs) new nearby and was like, here, I got this for you. And I'm like, that works. Thank you for this thing. Even though I wear a custom hat.
1: Right. When was your birthday? My birthday was in October. Oh, happy birthday.
0: Thank you. I disappeared. Yeah, you did. I did. And it felt really good. And I told nobody knows where I went except for like five people, just in case Mm -hmm. I died. And I want to keep it that way. Yeah. That's always fun. I, I ended up getting this in the mail, which is nice. That is nice. Yeah, real nice. although to be fair, if he mailed it to me, it's probably like he didn't forget it,
1: right? You know, and like when you get say, to a certain age, I'll, I'll do that where I'm like, ah, eh, happy birthday! You'll get you'll get something eventually. Yeah. I don't know. There's so the the older you get, you one of the things you forget is like I'm just accumulating birthdays where it's like there's so f- many to remember now. It's getting more and more.
0: Dude, forty two. I will say this though, like being able to spend. I will say this. I like I I spent my birthday in the woods that's cool not not drugged yeah oh uh, right. well not acid i i mean i took an edible to go to sleep but like sure and like waking up it was like oh this f- rules like, yeah like i don't i don't feel obligated to have to like open my birthday up to like other i guess dude, oh, what, yeah. like that was my gift to myself was like you can do whatever you want you want to go thrifting Go thrifting, a hundred percent. Leave when you want the. You can leave the thrift store whenever you want. You can do whatever you need. Just go. I, Out. I,
1: yeah. I try generally try not to tell people about my birthday because I don't. Yeah, I want it to be whatever I want. And then when people know it's your like the the risk of that is I've had people learn it's my birthday the day it's happening and they're like trying to make it special, yeah. and then they're getting like frustrated that it's not special. And I'm like, it's this is not what I wanted. I wanted to just. It to go by and have a day off and just say like if i want to play video games all day yeah if i want to go out i want to do something i'll just do it you know if i don't, don't need other food yeah
0: yeah you get pre-diabetes like sugar up hell yeah like just go to town eat like a eat like a carvel ice cream cake
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah i had a lobster roll
1: nice dinner
0: yeah what That's not good. cheap
1: not, no not
0: cheap off season off region but yeah. I went for, I saw it on the menu and I was like, I'm going to have to go for that. But yeah, so oh, here's something we do. I don't know if you know about this, Dave. I, I don't have, know. You do this too. I actually stole this from you. I stole this from you. I have producers just like you do. You do this on. Okay. Oh, okay. When you do for the, the
1: record, we stole this from someone else, I'm sure.
0: Like, yeah, there is very, it's very much like the street jokes of podcasting where if you pay money, we will say your name as a producer, and you do that on Hypecast as well as for direct production. I know you guys have a lot of miniseries that people pay to produce.
1: Yes, we have a new one coming. Ooh, what's it called? It's called Sask Watch. Oh, that's right. Is yeah. there Swaim involved in that in any way? He is not.
0: He, I saw um, he retweeted it.
1: Oh, that's sweet of him. <laughs> no, we're we're watching movies about Bigfoot. Uh, like that's, that. that's it. Should and be fun.
0: Who commissioned that, you know?
1: Bob Grenville. Bob. You looking him up? You trying I see to Bob. See? I'm
0: seeing to see if he's on here.
1: <laughs> they all go to by different names, though. That's the thing. You can never know. Like yeah. that. Like that. It's never like you'd think. Oh, this person's name, Bob. I don't think their name is Bob, but I I might be wrong. Yeah. It's so hard to tell.
0: It is. I'm always just like, you got something for me, bud?
1: You got any, any, any? Yeah. What's your deal? What's your um, deal, Bob?
0: But I do, I have, I have absolutely wonderful producers and I would like to read those names. And if you want to be one of those producers, I still have, I have four spots now open for that and you can head out over to JeffMate.com. What the f***? Yeah. David, my brain just like broke.
1: It happens, man.
0: Uh, it's later
1: in the day. You got, you need that five hour energy. I have, I've had two. Okay. Oh,
0: <laughs> to be fair. I've had, I got some free in the mail too. That
1: was nice. Ooh.
0: They sent me four four little 12 bottle boxes
1: nice i just went to little tokyo and got like the weird little tokyo version
0: oh yeah is it like is it tea
1: no it's like some weird up bottle i used to get them all the time in massachusetts too like and they just make you feel weird they make your blood hurt it's great
0: there's like shark jizz in it or something like that yeah that is yeah no i've all i also had a particularly difficult um gym session today so i'm also just like can i just stop doing the show and go to sleep
1: Mm, yeah
0: cool but uh, if you go over to patreon.com slash jeff may and you sign up for either the producer tier or the 2 Face tier i will say your name on episodes of jeff has cool friends until the check stops clearing and if you're on the two-face you also get cards in the mail which is and other stuff too Mm. which is really fun um shout out to the wandering jolly holly unpierced left nipple of the christmas fool thank you there it is how about uh, oh this one This person just listened to the episode of Unpops, I guess you want to call it, that just dropped, which was my unpopular opinion was that mashed potatoes are kind of
1: trash. Really? Yeah, they're just, they're not as good as everything else. Bad mashed potatoes are bad. I don't know. I like them, but there are better better things to do with potatoes. As you get older, you learn that, I think. As As a kid, it's the best. But like a baked potato? Mm. Mm. I don't care. Oh, so you just you just suck at potatoes. a lot of nothing. Yeah, you I suck. like
0: a I like a French fried potato. Anyway, that being said, shout out to mashed potatoes are the brioche buns of side dishes. Ooh, I do hate a brioche bun. I think it is an absolute. It's trash.
1: Oh, are those like yeah? Those are like the bad buns. Yeah, if They're you get like, like a burger on bad. it, so
0: it dissolves all the way through because it was never meant to hold a burger.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. I just want to see it.
0: My distaste for brioche buns is one of the things that cemented a friendly acquaintanceship with Bourdain. Oh, no, sh- apparently he I- also hated them. And well, worked, I was talking about how much I absolutely hated them.
1: In L.A., they all have them. A- and like I living in LA long enough, you get so sick of the like LA version of food. Where it's like after a while, I'm like, can I get just a grilled cheese? And yeah. what I mean is two slices of bread and like cheese yeah. in between. They're like, no, ours has like you know Avocado. onions and like uh, yeah, and it's like just yeah. make a f- grilled cheese, you son of a. F- like, like you don't have to be special.
0: I will add too that that makes it not a grilled cheese anymore. That yeah,
1: it a melt. Yeah, exactly. And like- it, and and it's like if your grilled cheese is a melt, then you don't have a grilled cheese. So we're not doing business. You yeah, know?
0: they're like, our grilled cheese has bacon and avocado on it. I'm like, that's just a bacon and avocado sandwich.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Drives me f- nuts.
0: Yeah, that actually just drives me absolutely wild. Like burgers, burgers in LA, like the burger culture has gotten so out of control that you're just like, I guess I just need to go to McDonald's at this point or whatever. Yes,
1: I had the same experience. when I remember when I first came to LA, I, I went to downtown LA with friends and we were into a club because we were young, younger. And I remember them being like, let's get hot dogs after. And I don't eat meat, but they're like, there's vegetarian ones. And then we went to a separate club and it was like this long line and there was techno music blaring. And I was like, I oh, thought we're getting hot dogs. You went to a worse Kershaw, didn't you? Exactly. And I was yep. like, I thought we we're getting hot dogs. And I'm like, this is the hot dogs. It was like, no, this fair, is a club.
0: That's, that's a sausage place. Right. A hot right. Dog place, yeah.
1: Yeah. But, but you're
0: right. They have a DJ at that sausage.
1: Right. Place. And it's like, you know what? I get a better idea. What if we just go somewhere where they just serve the f- food? If you <laughs> Like, want, this is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, If you want some synchronicity, though, I think for like one of my birthdays in like 2017 or something like that, I went there for dinner. Nice. I went to like 82 to play pinball and worse. Thing <laughs> is,
1: yeah, the thing is, L.A., it's fun when you have that energy where you want to go to like the blind barber and like, wow, your friends from out of town or something like that. But like, yeah, the older I get now, I'm just like, give me a friendlies.
0: I think easy just- energy is unhinged yeah yeah friendlies is i miss friendlies a lot like me that's, too. that's one every of day my, like every time i go back to new england i find a friendlies to give them money because i'm just like i can't let you die right and actually somebody a fan sent me a friendlies name tag oh,
1: and i great. have it
0: on my, so shout out to louis campo for that shout out to i'm gonna start calling yoda old grogu just to see what happens nice shout out to happy holidays from the ghost of dave thomas
1: Oh, sup Are you a holidays guy? I'm not, not a holiday guy. Sounds about right.
0: Shout out to Aldo Vargas is a couple months behind on his podcast, but he'll hear this eventually.
1: Oh, good. Oh, Hi. Good.
0: Shout out to you, Carson. Hi, Carson. Carson, should I Carson. say it that way? What's up, Carson? Ever have accent? What? Western Mass. Did you guys ever get an accent?
1: I don't know. People tell me I have an accent, and I, I don't. I say room r- weird. Like I'm in this room, Hannah always yells at me. But the thing is, people in Massachusetts laughed at me about the way I'd say "room." So it's like I don't know. I it, it's you know, my mom is from where you're from. So like you know, there's the Shutesbury accent and the f- Worcester and all that. But like Western Mass, it's just like what you know, just honky. It's just honky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My
0: friend Tim is from like like central mass area and he has like right. the hottest accent and we're just really like, where did this come like he's one of the ones like if you saw him talk on tv you'd be like you need to calm down right right is just tall. like
1: oh you're an actor doing an accent." Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah and you're you didn't tone it like when you watch um goodwill hunting and you yes. see how they amp up the accent and you're like how are you getting this wrong you're from here
1: right it's like come on man yeah, uh, yeah. Um, shout
0: out to Mr. Billy Beck. Also, I believe having a birthday soon. So good. happy birthday! Shout out to the toby Terror Bunny. Says the strike may be over, but Egg Bob Iger anyway. Because yeah, be Shout out to Justin Wood. Shout nice. out, to Bat Fatigan. Nice. Yeah, I'm doing the accent the whole way. How about yeah, that? I'm gonna it. do it with the, the the New England accent straight through. All right. Shout out to Dan Adamski, world's humblest man. <laughs> shout out to Norm from Cheers. No. I'm... No. I'm... That is that is a Boston way to go. Yeah. Shout out to Dan Hackroyd. Daniel. Fucking Mind Freak 555 says stop cop city.
1: Oh, it's Chris Angel. Cool.
0: That's right. Shout out to Eat oh. and Die The Goonies. Nice. You like that movie?
1: Yeah, it's fine. I never liked it. Yeah. I'm not I'm yeah. I it's one of those movies where I'm like, I don't need to have a passionate opinion on much like holidays. I'm like, yeah, it's they're fine, yeah. it's fine. Really, really. Um, on I the don't fence. hate it. I don't love it. Yeah. yeah.
0: On the fence, Bell over here. Yeah. Oh, just oh, you know what? He he sent me a thing to say, and I didn't. So shout out to you. Oh, here it is. Oh, I have to change the accent for this. Check out this month's nerd with Dre and Jeff, where you can get your Coca Cola and cheese pizza. Nice. Tune into this month's nerd on Home Alone Two. Ooh,
1: uh, nice.
0: The we did Home Alone Starring two. It's gonna drop. Trump. It'll drop in two days. If you're listening to this on the Patreon upon release, we we did Home Alone two. That's finishing our season on parental neglect. Yes, and the way Tim Curry says pizza is the most unhinged behavior I've ever seen.
1: Oh yeah, I imagine it's a very Tim Curry way. A stretch
0: limousine and a cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he, okay. he gets the assignment. That's you know.
0: What was the thing Tim. that somebody was saying about how the two best muppet actors have been tim curry and uh, michael
1: kane michael
0: because michael kane treats the muppets like legitimate actors and tim curry treats himself like a legitimate muppet
1: yeah it's great
0: that that is great Jersey, there's a meme I, I hate to just be like hey did you see this meme but right. there's this one meme where it's alfred doing like the crying face when he's like the, I've failed you, Master Wayne face. Right. But the, the caption just says, Bane is the scariest guy I've ever seen. But it's still him with this like really wounded face. <laughs> I think about it all the time.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I can yes. see that being something you think about. I thought you were going to go talk about Muppets, but yeah. no. Barry's gone off
0: second, <laughs> crying. Shout out to watch me use these prehensile nipples to pick up pennies off the floor.
1: Ooh, beautiful. The date
0: the most f***ed up name that we've had on the producer thing. It's good it's good call me sean or whatever hello shout out to sean or whatever shout out. hey if you want to be a member of that head on over to patreon.com slash jeff may join for the producer or two-faced tears and i will say your do name i'll say your name very it, yeah dave you, you talked about how you have a new mini series coming out and one of the things i wanted to talk about is like you guys have a tier on gamefully unemployed where you will do a show that is produced yeah.
1: right Yeah, you you have something like that, right? I do,
0: but I'm not two people. So I think less people want to jump on it. Like, I, you know, because it's my thing is a little bit different because my thing is I will co-host a podcast and publish it with you.
1: Right, and so the person needs to want to be on the podcast as well. If they they want to, to.
0: yeah. I mean, I can do it without them, but like...
1: Then you're like... You have to be like, yeah, you're making like S-Town or something. You're going to have to be like really scripted or something it, if you're soloing it.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't really like the amount of work. I don't know if it would be worth it because it's so like with two people, I think you can back like a lot of what is hinged upon. As somebody who does Tom and Jeff watch Batman with Tom, I know how good he is at volleying. So it makes it
1: yeah less
0: labor intensive. I think if I if somebody wanted me to just do a podcast alone.
1: I've never done one alone either. And it sounds like a nightmare.
0: I've done Um, a couple, but they're more like updates.
1: Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Unless it was like heavily scripted. I would, I don't think I'd ever do it alone. That just, I need someone to talk to because otherwise what's, what's the point?
0: Yeah. You know, who's really good at it is Adam Todd Brown. Really? Really good at that. And I think a lot of that has to do with just also his style of writing was always very conversational. That makes sense. So if you remember how he was as a writer on Cracked.
1: Yeah. Like his yeah, notes,
0: yeah. when I read his notes, I laugh at his notes because he writes his notes in the way of how he wants to deliver the lines. Yes. So in that regard, it makes a lot more sense that he can nail it on a solo trip. For sure. He also really is, he's he's a great recording partner as well, but he also is very good at being self-sufficient.
1: Yeah. He's like, like a mean. cat.
0: Not me, though. I love Krusty. But yeah, so you guys do these. They fill up like very quickly, right?
1: They do. I am very happy about that because every time we do anything, we're like, man, I hope people want this, you know, and they are usually never empty. We have a backlog for a lot of this, but we're catching up. We're really catching up. We only have we have a tight rotation right now because it's something like there's two slots and right now we're doing three. Meaning that, like, there's one that we're still fulfilling backlog for, but that's oh, better than it's bad. Like, we, we've juggled like six at a time at one point, you know? That's
0: on hit. That's, it seems like you should just make six be the available option then. If
1: no, because then we would lose our minds. Cause it's like technically we only put out two a month. So, yeah. like, I wanna be able to put out a podcast for every month they're on, but I always keep track. So like, if we go behind, I'm like, we owe you this many. And we, we know that, you know, Yeah. we try to be very organized about it, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot to juggle at any given time right now, again, it's been pretty chill though. So, um. yeah. So like what, so
0: you do, what are the two that you're doing right now? So are the three, I guess, cause you said your backlog. So what three are currently being produced at the, at the end of Q4?
1: Yeah, we got Into the Mr. Universe, which we're probably halfway through. That is our Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast.
0: That's a great show, by the way.
1: It is. It's a lot of fun. I, man, it is from, let's see if I can figure out who it's from. Norm from Cheers. It, I was
0: going to say, I know who it's from because yeah.
1: i was like, oh, hell yeah. It's Norm. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I I bet, like, I can say this about every single one of the ones we've done, but I'll go ahead and say it. These These three come very naturally right now the other one we're doing is from krishanovich it is Maskholes. it is a podcast that we should have done without a patron i mean krishanovich is great i'm glad they're supporting it but it's a podcast about friday the 13th and it was like well yeah like that was one it? of yeah. yeah that was like the big series that we were really into when we first started out it's it's wild that we haven't so we're going through all the friday the 13th and then the new one, the one that isn't. when is this? Wait, come where out?
0: are you in Friday the Thirteenth? By the way, how far? Like, are you doing every, so, every film?
1: Yes, we're at the final chapter, which, believe it or not, is not even close to the last one. No, that's um, like
0: four. Four.
1: <laughs> like it's yeah. the Crispin Glover and Corey Feldman one. So, which is we? Yeah, we already recorded that. That's coming out end of the month, and then depending on when this comes out. Our new podcast, which is coming out on the 18th. Okay, so this right. comes
0: out. This will be released on the 14th on the Patreon and then the 21st on. For free. Okay.
1: If you're listening to this on Patreon, then it will be coming out. And if you're listening to this for free, then it already came out. Sasquatch. watch. Two words. Yes. I think there's a movie named it too, but it was one of those where it's like, I thought of it and I was like, I'm going with that. I don't care if someone else has done it yeah and yeah we're watching movies about bigfoot and talking about the movies the first one has to be harry and the hendersons right no the first one is demon warp which despite its name has bigfoot in it it's from 1980 something it's is this chronological that you're doing it
0: or no this was like
1: this was our this is from bob grenville and they gave us a list yeah and they were like "I'd, i'd love to do you know, these two movies first. And we were like, yeah, and I'm lazy. So I'm just like, I'm just going to do it in the order that you gave me. And, and and that's what we're, we got like 14 Bigfoot movies. And I, I'm not actually sure of Harry. I'm sure Harry and the Hendersons. It it must be. Literally
0: has to be right. Like, right. Cause it's not one of those, like people ask Tom and I, why, when we're going to do like the Lego Batman movie or like Harley Quinn. And we always tell them like, probably never. Right. Because they did our job for us. Yeah, Harry and the Hendersons is not that it's a no. it's a family film that has some comedy elements in it, but it's not, you know, it, it's not its its own sort of reduction of
1: for sure. Uh, but we might have began with one of the wildest ones because Demon Warp is it's starring George Kennedy. That's their big oh, guess. The okay. Naked Guns George Kennedy. When when I mean by starring, I mean he's in four scenes and they paid him about 15k for the role. Oh,
0: like how Kevin Nash was in that one movie about quarantine. Yeah. And it's showed up like at the beginning and at the end.
1: Exactly. It's very much like a slasher. It's more gory than you'd expect. It's it has aliens also and yeah. zombies. It's a real watch. It's on YouTube for free. And that's the reason why I'm like everybody should check it out is because it costs you nothing google demon warp one word and then the word watch and i'm sure you'll find it for free somewhere
0: i i would like to add dave that we spent probably a good three to four minutes explaining how much valuable our time is like but you pigs need to listen (laughs) yeah oh yeah you need to watch this two-hour awful uh
1: yeah i mean if people there are people who still like i love bad movies me and tom used to before all this podcast stuff when we live me and tom lived about a 10 minute walk from each other in Culver city. And every Friday, very much like we do our movie nights, Tom would come over, we'd order these cheese fries that were one of the worst things ever invented. They would inevitably give you indigestion. The, just um, the
0: most nasty combination of like oil and dairy and salt.
1: So it was, it was fries, a huge heap of them, like way too many covered in like mozzarella smothered and alfredo sauce and we each get one and we eat them and then we'd feel terrible just terrible i once finally found because we'd get them delivered i finally one day we drove into Culver, and we happened to pass the place that it was from and it turned out that it was basically a, a like a dive bar <laughs> yeah, And it was man. like oh we're ordering just bar fries from this place made by like lord knows who In the back. It was great.
0: What an interesting revelation that you needed to see the building to realize what you were getting. After that though. Yeah, I know, no, I get that, but it's like it's so funny to me because Getting it the first time, you'd be like, oh, this is, we're ordering bar fries. Right. The like, delivery even if they driver... came from a restaurant, they're still bar fries.
1: Oh, yeah. The delivery driver was always like very mournful. He was very like, wow, here. Like, because you could tell, like, it, we were kind of breaking him by know- him knowing that we existed and we would get these fries every Friday night. And we'd watch terrible, yeah, Friday night. We watched the worst movies imaginable. So that's all to say, people like watching bad movies. It exists, you know, that passion exists. Now I don't have to seek it out. I just do it for work all the yeah, time. Yeah, well, you do
0: it on Friday nights for GameFly. Animal. Exactly. Everybody so it's like a, built in. A $10, it's $10 tier, right?
1: That's correct. Yeah.
0: I love being able to jump in on there. And then sometimes I'll show up and there's already like nine people in the vocal chat. And I'm like, all right, you guys have a yeah. good night. And then I'll yeah. like, I'm just like, you don't need another voice.
1: It gets rowdy, which I, it's both great and like I try to keep people a little bit on track just because it's like people are tr- are paying to be there. I'm sure they don't want to hear just like people talking over each other and shit. but it's also nice because there's some nights where I'm like, I don't have to talk. This is great. Like it also,
0: I think what people are paying for is not to hear the movie.
1: Oh, yeah. No, you know, like, I, 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 I literally... That. It's funny. I've literally had people come on and they go, I haven't seen this movie yet. I want to. And I'll say, like, mute us. Just mute us. Yeah, and then need- the, they do, and they'll just watch the movie. And it's like, there you go. Yeah, you don't have to listen to us. Yeah, uh, I mean,
0: you got your money's worth out of that, you know. It's exactly. $2.50 for the night. And that's only if you're watching the movies.
1: Yeah, so Yeah, exactly. A, that is a good meal.
0: Oh, and then so so Sask watch, and then Into the Mystery Universe, you guys said you're yep. working, wrapping up. And, and then,
1: then Mask Holes. Massive, so yep.
0: a lot of people getting killed in the woods,
1: yes, a lot. And, and all, all right, it. so Sasquatch, the Demon Warp episode, we just recorded that with Friday the 13th, part four. And to put it into context, they're both shot in the same cabin,
0: yeah. Like, I, I was, I was like, hearing that, I'm like, no, that's like the, those are the same movie, it's just one, yeah. I like,
1: literally the same cabin. I looked it up and they're the same location. This both movies were shot, and I was like, oh, okay.
0: You might as well at that point in time, like, yeah, that 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 the demon movie or whatever it does very much seem like a sliding in to like also do this. Like, well, we have the
1: set, they could, yeah, they could have made 10 demon warps and they should have. There was no reason not to.
0: I, the movie nights are always interesting because I never know like what the plan is for what you guys are watching, and then I'll show up and I'll just be like, oh, so this is just like a bad bad movie oh yeah usually like we, I yeah think on friday underworld was on and i was just like usually
1: Gun. when we record hypecast, it's on thursdays and we'll get sort of a vibe or a mood sometimes we'll think of something while we're doing hypecast but usually i just text tom on friday and go or tom texts me and goes like what do you want to watch and we'll just be like i don't know super mario brothers movie and we'll be like okay and then we'll just like think about what to pair that with double dragon yeah, exactly. And it's just whatever we feel like. It's the same process we used to do when we, you know, did it not on streaming. It's just like, I don't know. This and it's like, yeah, that's that sounds fun. Works know?
0: either way, yeah.
1: You also are
0: one of the main writers for why why did my brain blank all of a sudden? I know
1: what it is. I'm not going to I know. You.
0: You're just letting me some more news.
1: Yes. So I'm the head writer.
0: You're the head writer. Yeah, I didn't I didn't want to assign. That's why I said one of the main. I didn't want to assign a job that you might not have had.
1: I yeah, I hear you. No, I'm officially the head writer. Okay. Everything wow. goes through me. I am the 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 writer manager boss guy.
0: Do you That's you official title in filmings, obviously, right?
1: I do. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. What's that?
0: How long does it take to record an episode?
1: Oh, Cody's getting better and better at it. Depends obviously on the length. So yeah. I would say like we've been doing a few shorter episodes cuz On average, our scripts were ranging between you know ten to fifteen pages. That's what I tell writers to give us. Um, On very special occasions, will we go over that? For example, the Jordan Peterson three-hour script that was a thirty-page script. Um, Those scripts for people who understand, like the scripts don't look like film scripts. They just are written like essays. Yeah. So it's thirty pages in eleven-point font. So that's what we're talking about for that. But it's about four minutes a page is what we figured out. So lately we've been trying to, because if you look at old summer news, some of them were like 20 minutes, 10 minutes. And it's like, they don't always have to be an hour long. Right? Why are we doing this to ourselves? So we've been doing, we have an ad deal. So we have a minimum of 25 minutes we ha- we can do. Hmm. So we've been hitting those 25 minute marks. And so for a 25 minute some more new script which is about seven and a half pages that'll take cody a couple hours you know two or three also depends on the setup if warmbo's there that's going to add a little bit of time katie's involved yeah that's going to add a little time so depending but if we're talking about like cody sitting on camera just talking to the camera no other setups two or three hours
0: yeah and then how long does it take when for the editing process from filming to release?
1: About a week. So I could bring you through. So the entire process. Yeah, like um, I'm
0: actually really interested in that because it's so topical, but the the, the crew is so small. Yeah. And I'm actually really interested in knowing the process of like something like, I mean, just use John Oliver for an example like that. Like they can get it not necessarily done quickly, but they uh, they have to address immediate stuff and they get it out as quickly as possible.
1: For sure. So. Um, but then yeah, we have a
0: much deeper roster.
1: Yeah, we have a combination of things. It's like we know we anticipate where we're like the election's coming up, you know, let's get some stuff going already. And then you can update. And then of course where it's like something huge happened. I think the quickest turnaround I did for writing a script was about a day. Um it was the Haiti one. And so like if we need to, we will, we will have a big turnaround. But what we what we try to do. We're not we're not news, and what I mean by that is, like, we're not trying to jump on and be the first. No. So, like... You're commenting this... on the
0: zeitgeist without having to be exactly. immediately reactive.
1: So, like, we haven't done anything on what's happening in Gaza. We re-released some stuff with some statements, but we're going to do something on that in, like, February. And that's, like, when we can process all the information. Again, we'll jump on things like... You know, if something really big and like definitive happens, like if, you know, Trump dies or something like, well, we could do a turnaround. So I hear your hand motions were delightful, but we, so what happens is we have a meeting every Monday. We discuss ideas. We sometimes have writers meetings on Fridays as well, but we go through pitches and we assign something to a writer. We give them about a month to write it. If it needs to be quicker, that's when it gets done by myself you know i'm getting like, paid i don't to have do... time for that yeah exactly because like, getting... i
0: know like eric barnes is is occasionally a, a script writer
1: he's but... doing great he's been doing great work yeah
0: and so like and i know like so you're like all right so eric you have a month to get this done
1: uh we give them a month and so for that reason those aren't the stuff that we're like we know like an election is coming up or we know this we're anticipating a month and a half of what we'll probably want to talk about at that point Um, And again, since we're not rushing to be on top of everything, um, that's usually good. And again, if something comes up, I'm always there. I can drop everything because I can write an episode in a day if I need to. I've just gotten that. But so they turn it in. Exactly. They turn it in. We all read it. Our core editorial group, which is myself, Cody and Katie. And then we have a director. We have a, a producer, researchers. And so people will give me notes on what they think about it. If we're not in any hurry, we might send those notes back to the writer. But I do an edit. And the edit is basically I edit um the script a week before it comes out. So like if it we 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 film it, sorry, not not comes out, a week before it's filmed. So if we we record every Wednesday, And so the Monday before that Wednesday, I get the script. And from there until Friday, I'm editing it. And that means tweaking it, doing the jokes, making sure the ad breaks are in the right place. We have very strict like format stuff. So there's that obviously like making the notes, the jokes in tone with the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Making
0: sure that the voice matches every time. Yeah.
1: Making sure the voice matches, doing any like little research that might like if it's like, oh, I want to add this idea or oh, I want to add this conclusion or tweak it. You know, it's editing. It, it varies based on scripts. Some scripts need a lot of editing. Some don't need any. And then I send it every Friday to a fact checker that we have a researcher fact checker. That's the person, his name is Marco. He's extremely good. He's a very serious man. You know, he like he started in like local news stuff. So it's like, he's not even, he's written some of our best scripts, by the way. He's a great writer, but we didn't hire him for that. We hired him to be just very serious and just fact check everything. And, you know, research where we go to him and go like, I want to know about this new Speaker of the House. Get me everything you can on him. And then he'll send a packet in. But he does a fact check. And then on Monday, usually I go over the fact check, make the tweaks. Cody does his pass finally over the next couple of days where he adds his own little bits and jokes and he observations. He deletes the
0: whole thing and throws a milkshake <laughs> in your face and tells you Exactly.
1: exactly. He's always in the process. Like he's at the beginning where we we talk a bit over because the point is to copy his voice and Katie's voice and their views, you know? And so he goes through it to make sure it's what he wants. And then we every Wednesday we start recording. And at the beginning of the shoot, we all go over the script together with Jonathan, who does the final like copy and fact check pass where he's like, oh, this this number is now changed or like this news thing came out today. We should mention, or like, Oh, th- this grammar is wrong, like any little nitpick. We basically spend about 40 minutes going over the script as the crew, making sure it's all up to date, making sure not all the wording's good. There's nothing problematic in there. Nothing we don't want to say. And that's generally the process. I also write the ads every Monday when we get the ad copy in, And so that's, that's the grind. It's every week we have
0: never going to stop,
1: never going to stop. We have like four breaks per year. We, 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 that's like what's built into our contract with the ad company. So it's very strenuous, which is why we try to be constantly ahead if we can. But most of the time I'm editing it right before it's going to be shot do were
0: there any errors that made it through any egregious like anything where you're just like
1: nothing egregious my biggest nightmare because every now and then what we, we were we've gotten errors through and what's interesting we literally i think a couple of weeks ago just had a meeting about this or talked about it in a meeting rather it wasn't like a big thing but it's whenever we would pin down like how did this error happen it was always someone else's fault meaning like oh it was Maybe something I wrote and then wasn't caught by this person or maybe it was caught by like it was caught in post, you know, and what we usually do is in the post production. So we have an additional week to do post and we have two editors on that. I think three. We have someone who's doing like the graphics and stuff yeah, and someone cutting it. I I remove myself almost completely from the post production because I don't want it. I know what it's like to have too many cooks in the kitchen. Right. So I'm like, I'll let them do their thing. I'm not it's out of my hands, but they've caught stuff before and we'll do reshoots or redubs to change that every now and then we'll put a correction on screen, but we've never, we've, we've gotten, yeah, there's always been little errors along the way. They're usually very superficial. Yeah. My biggest nightmare that hasn't happened is that we'll miss something that will completely undermine our analysis where it's like, Oh, we were completely wrong about this thing. Because we missed this detail, that's my nightmare. and it, it it's never happened as far as I know, hmm. but we people will we people, especially on the Patreon level, like our patreon is like our final test where it's like we'll put it on on Patreon first, and people will comment and go like, "Oh, this is wrong or this is wrong." And we'll actually read those and try to change it before it goes completely goes, public. goes to air. yeah, exactly. No, we'll oh, go ahead.
0: You think you were about to say another thing?
1: No, that's it. That's we try. We're always oh, at our best. I always. Yeah, I always I always go when I talk to the researcher and fact checker, I always keep saying the same thing, which is like, find out the answer to this. This is what we suspect it is. But if we're wrong, we want to know if we're wrong, you know, where it's like we have the benefit of like we always feel like the truth is on our side with this stuff. We're not looking for a spin. And so we, we try to tell, you know, I always sort of tell the researcher and the writers that, which is like, I don't want us to like, think of a conclusion first, if possible. I want to like, see, like, especially when it's like some new event or something where it's like, let's just take a look at this and find out what is the truth in this? What is the analysis? Stuff like that. so that's how we aspire.
0: You guys oftentimes cover, you cover like people. A lot of times. Yeah. Have you ever heard back or gotten clapped back by any of those people?
1: I, I don't know how much I want to say not by any of those people. We've, we've talked to people who know those people. Yeah. And have confirmed what we said about them. All right. um, yeah. That was really nice, <laughs> but I don't think those people watch it. I, I, maybe one or two of them, maybe maybe, but I, I function on you think Ben Shapiro, watched yours. I don't think he does. I really don't. I don't think he cares. I think he's very rich and like, it's why would you give me right? Rich people. Yeah. They why would care. you? I, I've tried to watch, there's been a couple of like people doing videos about our videos, like yeah. takedown videos. I've watched like one of them, but then you get to that point where you're like, man, unless we get something factually wrong, I want to know about that. Like, I want to know if we f- up the facts or if there's like, like I do, I, I'm, oh, we, we've done like corrections videos or we've like worked on them and stuff where it's like, I'm not, I never want to feel like, Oh, whatever. We're untouchable. You know, like that's the moment f- goes goes wrong. Like the moment you become out of, out of touch with reality. Right. Is like the assumption that what you're doing is perfect, but like, I just can't imagine Jordan Peterson would want to watch a three hour video about him. You know, I just can't. And I like wouldn't, I wouldn't want him Bob. to. Yeah. Like, it's just that where it's like, I get it. You know, I get it. Would Like if someone made a three hour video of like, here's why some more news is bad. I'd be like, man, I'll skim it. <laughs> but like, that sounds like a nightmare. So I don't know. We, we, like I said, we haven't heard directly from any of these people, unfortunately
0: i don't think again not to my knowledge come on tucker carlson i know right okay dave i I have to let you get going soon i didn't realize i thought this seemed faster than it was i looked down at the time and was like oh sh-. how uh, long have we been at it i think we've been at it i mean like if we want to talk time it's three eighteen now you texted me that you're on your way at like 205. wow that's cool So that i can't imagine it's been over 13 minutes since so like i think we've already gone an hour
1: yeah i like blocked between now and like four-ish after this i'm gonna go to best buy and i'm gonna get uh, the new oculus quest 3 that's my plan that you can write a real tool no i can't i can't write that off
0: you sure can as long as you talk about it on a show
1: you know i might use it to work
0: yeah to type in the type uh type all your stuff out in the metaverse
1: yeah, worst thing about me is that I have this will be my fifth VR headset. That's the thing I and I
0: have the ones you're not using. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, sure. Like, what do you do with those? Like, what's your fourth VR headset gonna do?
1: The so it's like they're like game consoles. So like they update, right? So like I had the PSVR, and I got that years ago. Years ago, I got that. Still, it cracked. Yeah. Um, and then the oculus go came out and i was like that's cool a little portable one and that's fairly cheap and then the oculus quest came out and i was like that's cool and then psvr 2 came out i was like that's cool i'm gonna get that and now oculus quest 3 came out i'm like god i'm gonna get that aren't i i'm I'm gonna have to it's a problem Uh, it's not it's the one of the worst things i do
0: so for the freebies for all you free folks up in there hey this is about to be the end of the episode although i have a couple of good pieces of information coming your way so don't just leave now if you're a patron stick around because i'm going to play a little game i'm going to play a game with detective bell Ooh. i'm like mclean play a little game with him over on on, uh patreon exclusives head on over to patreon.com slash jeff may for that plus early access to on sunset episodes of this very specific show there's a lot more going on in there but dave Aside from some more news, and of course, Gamefully Unemployed, the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed, G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y, Unemployed, which is spelled exactly as it sounds. What else should we be on the lookout for? I forgot you, you have scripts.
1: Oh, that's a good pluggies, because I'm I'm like, yeah, you've plugged all the stuff. I, I have two scripts on the blacklist. If you're a Blackmist member, they both got... High reviews and high marks. One of them was tweeted by about by the the founder of the blacklist. Neither of them were picked up. I have no management. I'm still trying to get it. But if you if you look me up on the blacklist, check those scripts out. One of them's called Planet Kyle. The other one's called Kitten. But also, I'm just I'm I'm on Twitter at Movie Hooligan, and I usually tweet about that I'm doing on there. I'm also Movie Hooligan on Blue Sky. That's like the fun. Like the if you have Blue Sky. Also, if anybody wants invites, I got like five. Yeah, I'm um, actually
0: gonna drop some of my. Pa- I do it to patrons. I give that's away a my, great uh, idea. I'm gonna do invites that. Invites to patrons. Yeah, I um, have a couple left. I think I'm I'm sitting on four codes right now. So I'll get I'll get those out to my patrons.
1: That's such a good idea. Maybe I'll give you my codes to give to them or something. Yeah, um, you
0: have a Patreon, Dave. You can just yeah. That's true. It that just seems like so much work. people that DM you.
1: Oh, that's true. That's such a good idea. Okay, but I'm um, same on Blue Sky, and there's a lot of cat pictures on Blue Sky. That's how I do it. Blue sky is the fun, Twitter's business because I don't like Twitter. <laughs> and as much anymore. It's not fun on there anymore, so I'm not really doing fun on Twitter. Sorry to say, but Twitter's good to know what I'm up to. Blue sky is good to know what my cats look like. That's it. Yeah.
0: And also you have like me looking at your photos would be your.
1: Yeah, and that's self-explanatory Instagram. Yeah. I might do a TikTok at some point. I've been thinking about it. Yeah, just that's as the
0: as the platform starts to fall apart. Yeah, like,
1: exactly. TikTok. Well,
0: definitely check out all the stuff. If you are if you're a freebie listener, check out Dave. If you are new to Dave, that's weird to me that you would know me and not Dave. But
1: right. I'm around.
0: Yeah, we're we're around. It'll be will be like some, somebody knowing me and not knowing Adam, Todd Brown, or Tom Ryan. Yeah.
1: It'll I mean like where you do Tom and Jeff watch Batman, and it's it's Tom and Jeff watch Batman. So like but I they could have see to maybe on your
0: network to hear right,
1: right. Someone would have to be hyper focused. They'd be they, like, "I mean have to just only
0: for listen to that show on the podcast." On the and that's
1: fine. That's fine. That's. Yeah, I'm
0: sure there's maybe one or two people that do that, but go listen. Maybe. To Fox Mulder is a maniac. Well, it still exists.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll always exist, but they're I mean, we're gonna well, have that's... to find a new show soon. Yeah, we're in we're in the dogged years. We're that was actually
0: nine. one of the questions I was gonna ask you was like, what are you gonna do? about there's a maniac that's because you started that in like what December of 2018 or something
1: yeah it's tough because there's nothing as big as the x-files for me and for people because I grew up on the x-files so I'm like I don't know quantum leap is that anything do people watch quantum leap twin peaks maybe but like what angle No, don't
0: do twin peaks
1: That's it. Feels like there's a dime a dozen with Twin Peaks, but it's Um, it's
0: also you're just like
1: it's also only two seasons, so it's like that's not Quantum Leap sliders. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, maybe sliders. Yeah, it might have to be like yeah, it might have to be a fundamentally different show. Like it's it's because we have a thesis, right? It's Fox Mulder is a maniac. That's our thesis. So it's like, what do we do after that? What's our new thesis?
0: Quantum Leap would have to be. The, it seems like the most in line with the format right? of your thing, because that's an excellent point you made, which is just like, what do we do? Although like, like I Tom and we, Jeff
1: can watch anything,
0: well, you know, we picked Batman specifically because it is an unending well, for sure, of stuff like the X-Files, you're limited.
1: Maybe Buffy. Maybe I never watched Buffy, so it could be something. There could be something there. Yeah, it's just real hard because Mo- Fox Mulder is a maniac is so special that I don't I, I'm I'm like, I don't want to try to recreate that magic. I want to create new magic, you yeah. know, so it doesn't even have to be blank. Blank is a maniac. It could just be there's no. a new podcast. You'd have to go.
0: Leatherface is a maniac. Like, yeah, right. we know.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: that's we're aware. It's kind of the point. Uh, david thank you so much for joining me on the free feed i'm going to see you in a couple of seconds over if you're listening to this so far and you still like it head on over to gamefully unemployed where you can hear tom and jeff watch batman as well as all the other great shows we have talked about if you are listening to this for free and you want to come over to the patreon come on by you can get access to shows like ug fine with kim crawl which is exclusive as well as early access to shows like this and nerd with dre alvarez And uh, let's see, I do at Hey There Jeffro across all social media, including YouTube, which is where I do the pack-breaking stuff, where I do my I Must Break You show. But yeah, Mint on Cards the second Friday of every month, the Blast from the Past on beautiful Magnolia in Burbank, California. And of course, all the stuff I do with the You Don't Even Like podcasts, or You Don't Even Like This Network, or whatever the hell we're calling it now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so check all that stuff out, and we love you. David, say goodbye.
1: I love you too. So
0: much. Mm. Love you all so much.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Hey, everyone. Our artwork is created by Justin T. Brown, who can be found at Artness by Justin Brown on Instagram, as well as Artness by JustinBrown.com. That dope music you heard is by Troy Nabobon, available at Troy Nabobon on Instagram, as well as at TroyNabobon.com. Nabobon is spelled N-A-B-A-B-A-N, and boy, does that shred. Thank you all so much for listening. See you next time.